Hello, I just wanted to make a quick note before the episode begins. We had some audio trouble with this one. It's been fixed, so it should be all good next week, but for now it might be, a, you know, a bit of a pain in the bum. So we apologise, and we hope that you can still enjoy the episode. Okay, so here is episode two of Jacked. Okay, okay we're all recording. Now. Big red nice. button on. Uh oh, I accidentally started the launch sequence. What? How what do I mean? abort? Oh my god. <laughs> the missiles are about to fly. There's no abort button. I accidentally put in the nuclear launch code. Wait, wait, wait. Where are you? In the White House? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, okay. World War Three averted. Oh we're god. good. Nice. Nice. Okay, um, episode two of Jacked. We've got the news, mission by mission, and then we've got listener feedback coming up. I'm Cherry Stace. I'm Jesse. I'm CJ the Lone Wolf. And I'm Orestes. Nice to meet you. Okay, news this week is centred around the new Jack 4 game that may or may not be announced soon. Any big news around that? Or small? Anything? Uh, the big thing that's going to be announced in the next, uh, um, in the next big PlayStation event uh, sadly, it's gonna be a, silent, a new Silent Hill, and not the Jagged Daxter game. Ah. So we will. Uh, so yeah, this is kind of a big news. I don't know if you're gonna cut that in the final edit because we cannot say that, or I don't know what. But Jagged Daxter is not gonna be summoned in the next uh, PlayStation conference. I don't know what's the future for the series in inside of PlayStation Five Live, but for the time being, in August we won't get any news. The rumors were there, but uh, the official. Uh, kind of rumor uh, pro- uh, program for the event is uh, having is having inside Silent Hill and not Jack and Daxter. Silent Hill? And that's, uh, what? Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Oh, yeah. that's such a shame. I mean, we should have yeah. known. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah because like everyone was home. saying, like, like the only clue I had is that guy working on the game that he had already worked from Rats the Clang and Jack and Daxter games. I don't remember his name. Well, I heard... Yeah, um, I heard something about um, uh, the leader of, or somebody's working, a big horror game producer right now is working on something, so they might be the same project. It, I, I think it probably is, because they want to revive Silent Hill from the beginning, because we haven't seen any Silent Hill from PS2, so yeah, they're bringing back Silent Hill, so yeah, that's the big thing. Maybe we'll get a, yeah, yeah. It was because Mark Cerny was working on it, wasn't it? And he yeah. was big in the Jack and Daxter. Yeah, well, yeah. Th- this is the. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, CJ, tell Well, Jack and Daxter was just one of the many franchises that people speculated they could have been talking about. There was never anything official that said it was going to be Jack and Daxter. People just assumed it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I really ran with it because I thought it's the 20th anniversary next year. Oh, I thought it would be it. I so thought it was it. Well, yeah, everyone uh, was thinking about it, but. Uh... Sadly, yeah, we got leaked of the program of the PlayStation right. conference, which is going to happen in August, and no Jack and Daxter side. That doesn't mean that the hopes are dead for whatever comes in the future, but for the time being, no grand news about it. Oh, that's sad. Because yeah. we really needed another Silent Hill game. <laughs> well, for but believe I was as uh, disappointed as... Uh, as you are right now, like yesterday, that I well, heard this news. Yeah, there hasn't been a re- there hasn't been a Silent Hill game since 2012, so I guess yep. it has been a while. Yeah, that's I guess, why, uh, but kind of there's eight games though. There's eight games here in this main series, and then there's four spin-off games. 
That's so annoying. They have had enough. <laughs> okay, so are we ready to move on to our mission by mission? Absolutely. Let's do it. Great. Okay, so we've done the first mission with the eco-vents on Sentinel <laughs> yeah. Beach. Now we're back in Sandover Village to check in with Samos and receive our next mission. So did anyone pick up anything like on the way there? No, I don't really linger around anymore. I, I'm like trying to speed through this, honestly, see how fast I can get, finish because this game. When I play a game, I really want to get all the little details and stuff. So I'll go back and talk to the NPCs sometime just to see what what they would say. If they'd say anything different. And, you know, usually usually Samus, he'll tell you like to get out of here and quit quit fooling around and tell Daxter to mop up the floors or something. Thank God. Someone talked to Samos. Yeah, at least once or twice. Well, I also talked to Samos, but after I finished with the jungle, oh, yeah. the whole thing. Oh, well, yeah. if you did talk to Samos, you would know that he, the mission he tells you to do is to go and get the boat so that you can go to Misty Island because there's been a lot of lurker activity. I love how Stamos, like, at the beginning, I told you not to go to Misty Island, but as soon as the game starts, he starts sending you on missions <laughs> to every single dangerous place on the map. Yeah. Nice. It's nice. so weird. He wanted to wait until Daxter's very... being was at stake before he started risking your lives. It does seem like <laughs> it. Logic. Well, anyway, when, he, when you're talking to um, Samos, he says, Jack, it's time for you to prove your worth. Actually, why would he be so expectant yeah. of Jack when he like, knows... Well, I mean, if you look at the residents of Sandover Village, it's not like any of them would really be able to take on lurkers and, and try to... I know, but I... Like, what you know, What worth is he saying he needs to prove? I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's just something to think about. I don't know. The, like, the, the artist news <laughs> guy, he sounds like he could beat someone's butt. <laughs> Well, that's he true. could wail on Maybe. somebody. Which he could throw he? his uh, giant the... marble block at him. He's like, dude, you <laughs> found my muse. <laughs> He's like, right as you go out of Sandover Village. Uh, speaking the of that, time. oh my gosh, that catch the mute. We'll talk about it when we get to Misty oh Island. But that's like the one of my least favorite missions in this entire game is yeah. trying to catch that muse. <laughs> well, yeah. well, actually, about my worst mission in the game, we're going to talk today. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, and you all know what it is. <laughs> oh, are you talking about fishing? Uh, I'm talking about uh, the catch the damn fishes. <laughs> oh. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that mini game. I remember I actually brought my PS2 over uh, for Thanksgiving one year when I was playing Jack and Daxter because I was stuck on this mission and I was trying to beat it <laughs> in the middle of dinner. <laughs> oh wow. Well, yeah kind of the same thing. I thought I stuck to that mission for weeks as a time. Okay, so once we've talked to Samos, we make our way over to the jungle area. Is anyone having any initial thoughts about the jungle area? First things you noticed when you played it? Snakes. Snakes, yeah. <laughs> Snakes. <laughs> Snakes. Snakes and traps. So the first thing I have to say is that when you reach that part with snake, and the dark music starts playing, you know you're in a harder level than St. Elizabeth Beats, which is a very relaxing experience overall. Yes, I noticed that. Like, the f I've got it on my notes. Like, the music, it makes it so suspensive. Yeah, there's a, lot of per the there's a lot more percussion, like woodwinds and stuff in the jungle part, yeah. I guess, to try to make you more uneasy. Yeah, exactly. I always feel like something's about to happen. for that mission. Yeah, definitely. Right. There's something about woodwinds, too, that are just really creepy. They, yeah. Like, they use them a lot in the X-Files. 
Yeah, d yeah. Okay. yeah, it is creepy. Yeah. I didn't know where to go. There are so many paths on that level. Which guy, Which path did you take first? Because there's obviously, like, two main paths. I go straight for the temple first when did I go you? to the Forbidden Jungle. I, didn't, I went, like, the snake way, and there's not really anything. You get to, like, a dead end because you need to get to the generator before you can start turning the beams, don't you? Yeah. Mm. That's where I went first. Yeah, the the path all the way to the right. That has what? Like, the snake. snakes and everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's where the snakes are though, so I I, I got to go I go the other way. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's you know actually that's a good fact that on snakes are only on the right path. You don't find snakes anywhere in the level. There's only three snakes in the level, and they're all there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I nice. noticed if you take the route to the left, you know when you come up to the precursor drums, it's like, you know, and you can jump from each one and you get to the main drum in the middle. I was, why do they make that noise? Why are they hollow? I guess it's another one of those weird, like, precursor technology things just lets you know that the area is sacred or special. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that could be cool. Or, or maybe, maybe, maybe they kept something in them a while back. Yeah, they, maybe there's, yeah, it's a property of the precursor metal or whatever mm. it is that they're using. I don't know. Or maybe the, or maybe the precursor robots are just playing the bongos. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe they needed to pass the time somehow while they're waiting for heroes to show up to battle. Yeah, maybe. like they were just all like, let's play the bongos with our giant mechs. <laughs> 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 like okay yeah maybe and that's one of my favorite levels in jack 3 when you have to battle the precursor robot it felt like a throwback to this game exactly oh, I, yeah i hated that Bunch level okay mm. so we also come across the uh, dark eco boxes i haven't played this game in ages i got blown up by it <laughs> did anyone even go near it well yeah i wanted to say the same thing uh that it's the first time you meet the dark uh, eco box there and of course you know mm. curiosity you're gonna hit it and you realize oh i take damage with it so yeah and what's that expression about curiosity killing the cat yeah <laughs> definitely the cat yeah, was killed but it, this time it gets it kills the ocel the, the ocel i don't know if i said it right <laughs> i mean I, Ochel, yeah, yeah i mean what daxter is but i cannot pronounce it very well <laughs> Speaking of which, can I just say that the health bar system in this game is broken? Sucks. Yeah, it uh, sucks. What do you mean by the word broken? You can only get hit like two times before you die. No, you can get hit, yeah. hit three times. They yeah. Well, uh, you, you have to fill your heart bar up another 50 points in order to get that third mm. hit. Yeah. Now, a lot of people don't know that. You can fill up all three of the parts of the heart, but you can increase it another like 50 points to get an additional hit in there. Right. Well, that makes that makes four hits all together. <laughs> yeah, it takes a while to fill up because the little the big green eco vents and green eco blobs are really rare. Right. Going back to those drums, did you see those eggs? You know, there's like a vertical line of eggs going up the drum. Did anyone try and get them? Because I was there for ages trying to uh, jump yeah, high yeah, enough yeah, to get those. Ah, egg. Oh, the precursor. The you know, the the orbs. Or are you talking about like? Yeah. Oh, okay. The oh, I thought eggs. I I'm like, eggs? eggs. <laughs> Easter eggs. <laughs> I don't think you can get them all from uh, from that height. The drum in the middle... No, you can't. The drum in the middle extends when you do something underground. Yeah. Yeah, that's when... No, yeah, because I was going to say, later, when you're in the temple, yeah, it, it shoots you through, yeah. Exactly. 
And when I came up, I was like, I'm so glad I didn't waste any more time <laughs> right. trying to figure out how to get all these bloody eggs. I know what you mean now, Cherry. And yes, I did actually, when I was younger, playing this game, would be there for like probably 30 minutes or so trying to jump and spin kick yes. in just the right combination to get up there. Okay, so eventually you get to that blue eco lightning plaque, you know, the one, and you have to get the blue eco and then go up to that plaque, yes? Yes. Oh, that part, that's like a, a long distance marathon right there. Yes, like my heart always beats really fast, like all those sort of timed tasks I can't stand because you just know the timer is going to run out and you're going to be screwed. And I'll tell you what, right. I think Jack and Daxter, the franchise, is the only game like that that has that effect on me. Like even I've played them so many times, but I still get like my heart jumps and like, oh my God, am I going to make it? Really? <laughs> right. I don't know. I just I just get really into it. I like lose myself I and I like think almost. It's, it's also the timer because you have the timer in the right, uh, in, your, mm -hmm. in the right corner down, and it shows you the eco. And because it's flashing, I think. Yeah, when it's uh, very low. I didn't even know there was that. And I, I think... just know it's in my head, and I'm thinking this is gonna run out. I think also that's why they make a lot of these like 3D platformer protagonists mute, so you can like project yourselves into them and like further lose yes. yourself in the game. Actually, that's Definitely. why Jack was mute in the first game. Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah those behind so the scenes oh, videos. We'll see, there you go. And they, and they wrote it into the story later that he was mute. I yes, guess they were kind of going. That brings up another point. Yeah. Carry on, Jess. What were you saying? Uh, I was just going to say that's, that's like what they did with The Legend of Zelda. That's the reason why oh, Link doesn't talk. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, that you know, is clever. You know, he's... it can be to any personality then. It's it's weird that they're kind of like similar as like character and looks, like in at least in the first game. Like the the only mm, talking you yeah. hear is him him grunting and fighting and whatever. <laughs> ah yeah. Blonde yeah, hair, blue so. eyes, and long ears. It's weird. I like that they make it a plot point too in the sequels to like point it out that Jack used to be mute. Right. Oh, I love that. I think that really made the games so much yeah, better because they pointed yeah, that out. Yeah, it was actually the only. The the major thing that changed from 1 to 2 was the voice. Okay, and the looks as well, but the voice was the big change, and they blame it on the Dark Echo experiment that they did on him. I mean, the very first thing Jack says is, I'm going to kill Praxis. That's <laughs> like, wow. That's, that's, that was hardcore. That, yeah, it's a yeah, bold that's, statement. That's the biggest meme of all <laughs> in Jack and Daxter history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so at this point, the mission is to get up to the top of the tower. Okay, so... First of all, it's the only place in the whole game that you can see most of the game. <laughs> I mean, you just go up there and you can even see as far away as Snowy Mountain. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you really need to press the triangle when you get up there and just observe. With the day and night, when you if you just watch the sun, have you like watched the sun like it comes up bit by bit? I thought that was really cool. They didn't just sort of flash yeah, it Yeah, but the, the lighting effect the sun does, it's... It's fake in a way. It doesn't come from the sun. It's all around the area. Uh, but it's okay. Mm, it's, yeah. it's, it's the limitations of PlayStation 2, of right, course. Right, right. Yeah, they did do a really good job with the landscaping for the animation. Even if Jason Rubin was only in charge of particles. Yeah, but the whole uh, no loading screens thing is magnificent. And very, very impressive for 2001 mm. time. Yeah. Definitely. I, one of my favorite things to do, I don't know why, was just to get in the water and just keep jumping up and down. I really loved watching the splash animation. I mean, they did put a lot of detail <laughs> oh. into small things like that. 
That is so yeah, yeah, innocent. Yeah. <laughs> but but don't go too deep. You know what happens if you go too deep. Oh yeah, <laughs> impending doom. I don't know. Just just when you when you start hearing that that heartbeat noise, it's like you know what time to get out of the water. Mm, yeah. Oh, some something I something I noticed that I hadn't really noticed before is the fact that um, if you come out of the water or you stand under a waterfall, I think the the water droplets they like stick to the camera. For a short time. Oh, that's cool. That's such a yeah. nice little detail. I noticed there's a little, uh, there's a, a lot of cutscenes in Jack and Jack, uh, Jack two and three that have that too. The on the on the camera, right. the water on the camera. They use it for like a cinematic effect. That is I thought cool. it was pretty cool. Those games are really cinematic. I think that's why I love them yeah. so much because I love movies. Yeah, right. so also it's it's a Sony property. Sony's games are all cinematic. Just look at God of War. Horizon Why are their games so much better than their movies? Oh my god! <laughs> like Sony hasn't put out a good movie in years. Hmm. Good question. To <laughs> be fair, games. Jason Rubin did say that they yeah, wanted they it to just be like a like a playable movie, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, that's very much the vibe I get. Even from this first one, it plays out like a like a just a, a kid adventure, like very yeah. first kid adventure. Yeah. Almost kind of right. like the first Son- the Sonic movie oh, that just I saw came that. out. That was rubbish. Okay, so now we're in the lift. I thought this is obviously how they navigate some load screens, isn't it? Just waiting around in that lift, walking about. Probably, mm. yeah. I don't know. I don't mind them. Like, <laughs> you sort of roll around. I mean, you can tell, too, because you will cut directly to, like, an overhead view. You, The camera won't, mm. like, move. It'll go directly cut to the overhead mm. view right. as you're being lowered down. Um. That's why they, you know, why they cut back to uh, Jack and Daxter sitting in the speedboat uh, when you're on your way to Misty Island. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't see Misty Island loading up, but it still looks, it still has a flow, <laughs> in other words. I just want to point it out that the creepiest factor of all with me are the feces, and the big one, and the small ones. <laughs> That's funny, like, you guys have the strangest I... ticks for this game. I wouldn't have guessed the fishes, and I wouldn't have guessed the snakes. Oh well, oh well. Well, those the snakes in the game are pretty creepy. I mean, it, you know, at least for car- for, for, for a cartoony oh kind of style, they're they're still pretty creepy. They remind me of the Jungle Book ones. They look like the snake. I was just yeah. about to say that. Ah, yeah, the the how was the name of the snake in Mogul? Ka. Ka, yeah. Yeah, Ka. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, so okay, nice. in the lift, we've now started the next mission, which is to kill the flower bad guy. I can't remember the exact name, but that's what I put down. Dark Eco Clan. Oh, yeah. Well, well, actually, the first mission you don't is even... to open the blue vent. Because without yes. the blue eco, you cannot go to the plant. Okay, I'll just accept it. I will tell on. you what, I'll get randomly stuck on this mission, too, because I just can't time the jumps right, and I keep falling through the floor. <laughs> Instant yeah. kill and the pit and the dark pit of death that Zach's shouting when he's falling. Yeah. Yes. Ah. <laughs> right. I just kind of stumbled on the plant actually. Yeah, just just walking around yeah. this temple, just found yeah. this giant I, I, I flower did, I, plant monster. I didn't know what was there. I'm all like, oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I didn't check now. back the missions at all, like to see, oh, have I done one? I just kept on going through the temple, and then yeah, there was a plant at the end. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. This is a pretty decent, I think, opponent for a first boss. It is. In a yeah, game. I mean, it is though. It is really easy. It's actually but really it is difficult. Good. What? <laughs> Those bugs, the little bugs with the spikes that come out. That they're, they're them the way gets me though. Yeah, because I kept hitting time. it yeah, you and then dying. Them directly. You have to wait until the spikes to go back into the shells before you can hit them. 
what's terrifying about that is while you're trying to dodge the bugs, the plant could swoop down and just eat you whole. In <laughs> yeah. one in one hit. It'll just one shot you. Yeah, and then you get you have to go straight back to the start. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, the, I think the funniest fact of all in this boss for me is the hidden orbs inside of the plant. Yes, when yes, he's dead. So you have to jump on his head. I discovered those like way later, though. Like when I when I came back to get, I just went through the room. Where are they? I, I wasn't expecting that, and I just, I did something. I jumped by accident, and then the orbs came out. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you get like cool. five, yeah, yeah, exactly. don't you? You have to keep jumping on him to kill him. Time. Anyway, you've got to wait until. You gotta kill the no. You gotta wait for those spiked things to be killed, and then you can jump onto the leaves and punch them in the face. Yeah. Right. For whatever reason, bosses in these games love to like hold poses for <laughs> a long time <laughs> and be vulnerable. Okay, onto the fisherman, CJ. Will you take us through, please? Well, this little guy wants us to collect some fish for him because he's too lazy to do it himself in exchange for letting us use his boat to get to Misty Island. I, I, lo I, so, love, that you say, I love that you say that this little guy, like, he's enormous. <laughs> yeah, this little guy. And what is it? Do you have to, is it 200 pounds of fish? Yeah, exactly. 200 pounds of fish. Well, I was going to I was going to say too. One thing that I do that kind of sort of helps me is I I'm very delicate with the analog stick. I try not to move it very exactly. much. Exactly. That, that, that's the right. only trick. Uh, that's the only trick. The, unless you unless you really have to jump from one distance from, you know, one side of the screen to the other. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, but I have to say one thing about the Fisher, the Fisherman that actually has one of the best voice acting in the game. Like I really really like his voice. Yeah. Like he says he says his lines are so like a true fisherman of the sea, you know? Oh, your, your sails are yeah, sagging in the wind, boy. The character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you go <laughs> to his house... He got. He could have been on, like, Spongebob or something. <laughs> right, yeah, right. It's like, it's like Mr. Krabs. It's exactly. Like the, same, the same voice. Um, I have the actor who voices the fisherman pulled up here. He apparently is known for voicing Batman in the DC animated... <laughs> uh, in the Batman animated series. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, so another power cell comes from connecting the beams. And there's also like a there's a hidden power cell like on a little tiny island. If you follow the river off the map, you collect that. And also another another also another hidden power cell behind the machine in a small door. Oh, there's also some precursor orbs too behind the island too. Like you have to dive down and get them on the ocean right. floor. Okay, so we get on the generator, we get across to the mirror, we smash it, and then we go down and we do the thing with the beams, like, um, directing where they're going to go next. Exactly. Oh, my God. And I would hate to because the controls are inverted when you, like, look into the thing. It's just a little harder to control. I hate it when games do that. Well, you can actually... When they invert the controls. You can actually change that in the options, actually. If you go... Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, I, I, can't, I can't play with inverted controls unless I'm flying a plane or something. It just doesn't feel Why right. Why do they do that? Well, because the older games... They were all inverted because it was like flying planes and stuff that mostly had that game mechanic. Um. Yeah, okay. So the, the the third one is next to the palace. Then the fourth one is on the other side where the first dark crate was. And then the fifth one is on the beach outside of the jungle. And then there is a the last one on the hills outside in the, in the Sandover village. But it's weird because technically you're in the jungle part of the map, but it, those orbs 
count towards as part of Sandover Village. Did you guys ever do that Jack 2 glitch where you could uh, go in Sandover Village? What, in Jack 2? Yeah. And if you go around to the spots in Sandover Village where barrels were, you'll find Crimson Guard crates instead. Oh, that's cool. Moving on to correspondence now, we've got some feedback from a listener called Andrew Sullivan. One of his comments was, Human ducks to grown-up would look much better, ugly ducklings and such. Being cowardly is not shameful when Jack was the one who got them both on the island. I don't know. I like to think that they were always going to end up there no matter what because they were just little boys getting into trouble and Samos told them not to go. So, of course, they're going to be like, oh, now we have to go. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't really see how Jack being the one that brought them there makes it less shameful to no. the cowardice. But then I, I don't really think it was I mean, it's shameful. nothing to be ashamed of to be scared. Did, yeah, did we say that? No, no, I don't think so. Did Exactly. They would have both been anyway. Because, okay. One, just who showed it. Oh, I'm sorry. One one thing I gotta say about Daxter. You know, people, some, there's arguments about him, whether he's a good or a bad sidekick good or bad friend you know but one thing i have to say about him is he really though he may be kind of cowardly and whatever he never really left jack's side like like yeah, like no when like, shit gets real like in jack three he's ready to die with that exactly jack. he like he never he's never actually ran away from him with the only exception being when he knew he couldn't uh you know take on all the guards like when he got arrested at the very beginning of Jack 2. So he ran away and said, I'll find you. He saved him before exactly. he knew it. And, you know, he could, he could have, for, two years later. But he could have forgot about him in those two years. But, you know, you, I mean, he almost did. Have you played Daxter? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know the reason? Because Daxter really <laughs> wanted his own spin-off game. So he's like, oh, fuck off. I'm going to make my spin-off game. <laughs> But <laughs> no, it, exactly. No, he's long forgotten about Jack, and he—it's only by happenstance that he sees Jack in a prisoner transport that he even remembers that. Oh yeah, I gotta save Jack. Well, that, yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah, but that's a fault of Impact Games. They developed the game. Naughty Dog has nothing to do with it. If yeah. Naughty Dog was in charge of Daxter, it would have True. a better plot. Yeah, but I think if yeah. they'd given permission, then they're he's responsible like, for whatever they produce. So what Daxter? Yeah, it's crap, but it's kind of canon. Because they've given permission, yeah, so you just have to. Yeah, Daxter is kind of it. canon, but. I think Daxter's canon. I liked it overall. I mean, that little minor part is a little annoying, but overall, I think it's a pretty um, decent game. That's a game, yeah, it works. Mm. I'm referring more to the Lost Frontier. I haven't played Daxter. Yeah, as a gameplay perspective, it's one of the best PSP games, uh, gameplay wise. Absolutely. That's the only reason I bought a PSP was to play Daxter. <laughs> Me too. And that's the clunk. <laughs> That I use my PSP as an MP3 player more than I used it as a game system. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. We, ha- we had the same childhood then. Okay, <laughs> Sullivan also writes, uh, Jack is not the Mar that was the original plan during the beginning of Jack 2's development, but eventually Naughty Dog decided to go a different direction and change their mind. Early plans are not canon. But Jack 3 is the game that heavily implies that he is Mar. That makes it's, no sense. Yeah, because Jack lets Ashlyn believe that he is the Mar because when he okay. when she hears him say his name, she's like, "What Mar?" As in it's the, the Mar. That game literally is the game that poses that question. Mm. I mean, Sullivan does go on to say about the uh, lineage thing because Daros says Damos says Jack is wearing the medallion, I mean, it which is, is a sign of the. I'm sorry. 
ancestry, yeah. but... Mm. It is, though, implied in the Indiject, too, though, when Samos says, we may meet Mars someday. He may be closer than you think. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's so left open. I don't see how it was cut off. I don't know. Which means Jack, in, he'd really be his own ancestor, basically, which is kind of weird yeah, to it, think it, about. But Yeah, it's, it's a paradox. Actually, it's a, it's a whole paradox uh, that a Naughty Dog made. But depending on yeah. how far back in time he went. Mm, I mean, I think that's the that would be the a really great idea for the next game. Like, I don't see why you'd go in a different direction to sort of sort out <laughs> that Ma mess. Yeah. <laughs> and just making up a good story for that. Because, I mean, in the last scene, even, the precursors are saying how... You know they're gonna have loads more adventures or in the future or was it in the past and yeah they just leave it open i think they could bring back gall and maya at some point they left that thread hanging oh did they yeah because in the yeah, end, yeah i mean samos is like the eco probably destroyed them probably yeah, he's like mm, probably <laughs> so yeah who knows and on a purely on a purely commercial standpoint, Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy, remains the best-selling game in the series by oh, far. That's surprising. I assumed it would do the worst. Really? Even, even in yeah. Jack 2? Even than Jack 2? Wow. Yeah. Every Jack game sold progressively less. Wow. That's so weird, because Jack 2 was like the game for me. I didn't really yeah. pay attention to the first. I mean, it, it still sold well, but it's still like a shy short of um jack and daxter like jack and daxter sold over like two million copies in the united states alone and like 10 million copies worldwide or something like that so people it wouldn't be too much of a like stretch to be to bring Golemiah back that's the only reason i bring that up is because more people probably would still be familiar with those characters maybe if they've if they have still any remembrance of this game in their mind mm, definitely yeah um, so even if Jack and Daxter doesn't live on like within like a big commercial in a commercial way, the fans we we could we could definitely I think rise to the occasion and create the content ourselves. <laughs> yeah, they are beefing. <laughs> I mean, you gotta start somewhere. A lot of the times, fan games and fan films are better than the actual official uh, studio releases mm -hmm. of certain things, Se mm -hmm. game sequels, game movies. I mean, it it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the passion for a Jack game just isn't there at Donnie Dog anymore. No, because although, to be honest, I would think it would be better if, a, like you said, a, 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 fan, a fan developer, an indie developer, or even Insomniac games <laughs> themselves. Because they, I mean, they they gave the engine to, to Ratchet and Clank. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's just an idea. It's just no, let's an not idea. get ahead of there, ourselves here. Yeah. And there is a there is a Crash Bandicoot sequel coming kidding. out. Um, I, I'm not quite clear on. <laughs> I forget who was making yeah, that. Toys, for, what toys, studio toys that for is. Bob is doing it from that they did the Spyro or Ignite trilogy. Oh, okay. So it's so it's them yeah. again. All right. Cool. Okay, so that's all we have time for on correspondence, and so concludes episode two of Jacked. If you have any feedback, you want to get in on the discussions or give some theories of your own, then please email the address I put in the link. Other than that, goodbye. Thank you very much. Sarah. Bye. Bye. You guys take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. You too.